0: Welcome to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Carrie the Mockney. I'm K Drama Jen.
1: And I'm K Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode we release exclusively for our patrons. You can find the link in our show notes. Our patrons also get an exclusive invitation to our Discord server, where we chat daily about the dramas we're watching participate in group watches and support each other in our drama addiction. We'd love to have you join us.
0: And just a quick note for you avid K-drama watchers. If you haven't been able to watch the K-dramas that premiered on Disney+, Plus, you might be able to find them on Hulu now. We've seen Grid, May It Please the Court, Shadow Detective, and Rookie Cops, and plus a few others that have made their way onto that streaming platform. And if you dig a little on Disney Plus in the U.S. version, we've seen soundtrack number one. So there is hope for those exclusive dramas to actually make it into legal U.S. channels. It's kind of exciting. All right. So today we're going to just discuss what we're watching. We're going to just have a round robin discussion and give a little plot summary, explain why we started watching the show and why we think you should watch it too.
2: Well, I'm going to start. Um, Yes, please. Oh, I really want to start with the third one I have listed. Is that okay? Yeah. Go for it. (laughs) So, the drama that uh, K Muse recommended, and uh, I guess that's why I started watching it. Of course, since that's why I started watching it, Um, I've binged all day long. It's called Blind. Um, Finding access to it was a little difficult, but it has a really amazing cast. Um, and so uh, Takyon from 2 p.m. years ago and even a long, long time ago, Dream High, he's come a long, long way. Mm-hmm. And let me say he does just kind of, he's uh, I'll give you a quick synopsis of where we are. So Blind is the story of it kind of begins with um, these boys who are clearly being mistreated in some sort of um like a orphanage kind of situation. And it's just awful, that part of it. And so there's clearly many, many years ago, an escape from that um, orphanage. And then we kind of fast forward into the future and there's a killer on the loose. And um, we get glimpses of how some of these people may be connected, but it's really hard to tell. Um, And it's so fast paced and so exciting and just, wow, I'm completely sucked in. So um, I can't really give a plot summary beyond that because there are just so many twists and turns. The reason I started watching it, of course, is because K-Muse said, hey, I know you're really going to like this. It has the same vibe as like, save me. And many, many years ago, um, she also made me watch Save Me, and <laughs> I it was a complete binge, like morning to night. Um, it's going to be a bad thing for me with Blind because all of the episodes are out. Um, and so I think it did air like maybe in February of last year or something, um, and we're just kind of getting no, access to it It, it just now.
1: barely ended maybe three weeks ago, four weeks ago.
2: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I yes. Thought, so I it's a I recent saw... one. I thought I saw February 2022 um, on one of the uploads, but maybe I'm wrong. But um, so if it's a recent end, that one that just ended recently, then um, maybe there's hope that it'll it'll be easier to access. But all I can say is, um, wow, really, really good. Years ago... Um, and k-muse is completely right it does have the same vibe as save me because this is a show that you just want to keep hitting play um it's really it's great so blind that's what i'm watching right now well and of course i'm watching it too
1: because i made everyone else watch it like i literally i'm like here's the
2: link push
1: play so hey that's what happened today It did, (laughs) but just the first few seconds had me like so enthralled. The directing is amazing. Mm -hmm. It's so intense. It implies so much without actually showing anything. So you get the whole emotion of the experience without all the gore. And it was just so good. So, so good. I loved it.
0: Oh yeah. And I, so I watched the first episode just mere hours ago because of Amber (laughs) and, um, (laughs) but just, Watching Taekyeon, he's really grown like his first post-military drama, which was the game towards zero. I know we were all kind of like, eh. but he really has stepped into his roles like in Vincenzo. And now in this one, he's leaning into yeah. his inner, I guess, kind of his inner psycho something. And he's not necessarily <laughs> a psycho in this that I know of, but he's just found his his place And he's learned, yes, and he's learned how to just work it really, really well. And it's fascinating to watch him in this first episode because of just the, the quick changes you see in like his reactions and his emotions when he gets involved in a situation where there's violence, because you can tell that he's just barely got a hold of himself.
2: Yeah. You can see the trauma. like he's mm-hmm. he's these are trauma reactions that he has, and it's it's he's doing an amazing job of portraying that.
0: Mm-hmm. It actually mm. reminds me, I read Dexter the book a long, long time ago. and I'm trying to I don't want to spoil Dexter, but at the same time, it's been out for years. Anyway, the whole point of Dexter is the fact that he's dealing with childhood trauma through his serial killings, and of course, he chooses his victims. Not that
1: this is a serial killing situation. No, 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 no. But I'm just you, saying,
0: it's similar vibes. It's similar vibes. He's dealing with trauma yeah. this way. So, like, he's become a
2: cop because it's helping but him deal with his trauma. But he's a very violent cop. Yes. Okay, I totally just thought you meant, so obviously I haven't seen Dexter, but in my head, I had that conflated with um, Dilbert, like the cartoon. <laughs> cartoon. <laughs> and I was trying to understand <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, nope
0: nope different direction entirely.
2: <laughs> so
0: that pointy-haired boss, I could see where he would make Dilbert v- violent. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway. just th- this trauma response leaning into violence and then trying to channel that violence correctly, it's it's going to make it's going to add some serious depth to this storytelling.
1: So the one that I am just barely finished finished last week is may it please the court and i love that show so much it's on hulu and it's the story about two process or two um yeah i guess they're prosecutors but they're like uh low on the totem pole do free service kind of prosecutors and so um the whole premise is these two connect and they have a shared past in that their relatives from 20 years earlier had connections and some horrible things happened and it's trickling into their lives now and so the whole show kind of starts with some law stuff which is totally boring Even though the actors are amazing, but it's like your traditional law stuff. But then it leaves all of that behind, thank goodness, and goes into this really deep um, social plot and, you know, revenge, but not necessarily like I'm going to kill you kind of revenge. It's really good. It's really good. (laughs) Well, actually, there was killing, but our leads aren't the ones killing. So... Well, That's a start. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I'm making a mess of it, but it was one of my favorite shows of the year. So go watch it. It's on Hulu and it was just brilliantly done. So I highly recommend.
0: That's one of those that I I started the first episode and I got halfway through and I'm, I was just drowning in legal dramas. I just couldn't do yet another one.
1: Well, and that's why I say definitely go with this one because the legal stuff completely goes away. I mean, they're lawyers, but there's no law stuff going on. It's all about uncovering the truth of -hmm. what happened in the past. And there's a serial killer killing off a bunch of bad guys. So you have to kind of like figure out who the killer is because we all know they're getting killed because they were connected to this horrible event 30 years ago. And they had gotten away with it. And now their comeuppance has come upon them. But um, it's all about that coming out and the generation after this that's having to find all these truths and make sure that justice is served. But without all the law crap.
0: So. So I'm I'm guessing that you're really excited because the serial killers have finally started showing up in the K-dramas for this year.
1: thank goodness. I was so worried because it's like, lawyer this and lawyer that. And I'm like, where's my freaking serial killer? And this one was a really good one. And it was a very interesting plot. Kind of reminded, the second half kind of reminded me of Stranger um, a little bit. So very well done. 12 episodes so they kept the t- plot really tight mm-hmm. and interesting and it had a really solid ending so highly okay.
0: recommend okay I think I have it on my list I will get to it at some point <laughs> <I don't laughs> my stupid list keeps getting longer and longer I'm like I there are not enough hours in the day because I'm like
2: some of y'all I need sleep I mean, overrated. It's kind (laughs) of yeah. I mean, there are times where like this helps. It just you can sleep. Other times, there's something when you're too old to watch it. That's right. (laughs) There's something to be said for like being able to fully immerse yourself in the story. And so although I know it's not the healthiest way to watch dramas, I do think that for some of them especially, it just adds something to it if you can just keep watching it. Um, But there is a reason why I tend to try to watch the ones that are currently airing, because then it just naturally curbs that (laughs) binging. And so,
1: yeah, it's, um, it's hard when you suddenly it's like, oh, 60 episode drama, From China,
2: the Chinese dramas are hard when, yeah,
0: here I go. (laughs) See, and I want my children to like me as a mother, and the way they'll like me is if I'm getting sleep, so. (laughs) Children
1: are
2: overrated.
0: Hey, now, I
2: like mine. (laughs) I like mine, too.
1: (laughs) Mine are teenagers from hell, so. (laughs) I'll like them when they're no longer teenagers. There you go. They're in their 20s, and all of their screw-ups are their own thing. That is my goal.
0: <laughs> there you go. It's like Indiana Jones. You've left when you finally started getting interesting.
1: Yeah. Anyway. I'm okay with that. I'm okay if they someday leave. They're never gonna leave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they haven't so far. Yeah. yeah not so far. Yeah. I've got my one at college, but she comes back in January because breaks are weird. But anyway, that's not K dramas. All right. So speaking of college. I am watching Cheer Up, which is not really about cheerleading, but also it is. And <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got Hook, who I really, really like him. He was in at a distance. Uh, Spring is green, and he was in. My roommate is Agumio is the very confused second lead because why wouldn't anybody love him because he was rich? <laughs> mm-hmm. was just, oh, I he, like that character. That was I a good him character. Too. It was a great character, and it made it solidified my love for him because in at a distant spring is green, he was kind of the broody anti-hero kind of in a way. There wasn't really a hero; it was a relationship drama. But anyway, but so this one, I just I like his quiet, solid presence, and he's bringing it and cheer up, which is interesting because he's a the leader of a cheer, he's the captain of a cheerleading team. But it's Korean style cheering, which is not about acrobatics. It's about getting the connection between the crowd and the cheerleaders and cheering your your college or your team on together. And so it kind of builds an energy. And so at first I was really confused because I was like, where's the gymnastics? I mean, I'm here for the bring it on style, <laughs> bring it on style stuff, and I'm not seeing it, but I got pulled into it because it's about not just him being a cheerleader, and creating this community spirit but it's also about the fact that his team has been doomed by these three prophecies that were given like 20 years ago and one of them was like four people will break their legs and, he, and they were trying to get around the prophecy by breaking table legs and then immediately four people in the team fell and broke their legs you know <laughs> that kind of thing so there's a little bit of subtle humor to it but the prophecy for the last prophecy they're working through is someone on the team will die and so He's got to deal with that. He's trying to actually attract people to his team. And then we've got um, this freshman who's actually paid to be on the team to begin with. Her name is Dohei Yi. And she's just bright and cheerful and exuberant and like everything that this team needs to bring life back to it again. And it's interesting watching the two of them connect because he's very reserved except for when he's on stage. And she's just bright and cheerful all the time. And it's more... It's a coming of age drama, but this is a modern coming of age. Like, there's not shenanigans, there's not the, the usual tropes. She's trying to make money and support her family, and there's a lot of depth going on with her family issues. And he's trying to have a successful college career because he's a senior and he's trying to live up to the legacy of the people before him. And there's just there's a lot of layers to it that make it interesting and not necessarily fluffy. And I thought it would be fluffy going in,
2: but it's not. So I started it. I just watched like the very beginning of the first episode. Um, And I think I was just really tired and it just wasn't doing it for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So why should I continue it? Um,
0: I'm in it for the mystery. I want to see how they handle the prophecy and who's behind the fact that the prophecy is going to be fulfilled. And then there's some rivalries between the cheerleading team and for whatever reason, like the social media team and the student council, like there's interesting (laughs) college student rivalries here. And there's just, there's a lot of threads to untangle, but I'm really compelled by the characters because the team itself, like we're starting to get to know them. And it's not quite to the found family, but we're getting there. And Dohei Yi is just a lot of fun to watch. She's compelling by herself and she's bright and exuberant, but she's not like optimistic. Her world revolves around making money. And instead of looking down on her for that perspective, it's just a balance between her Doing things for money and then Bay and Hook's character doing things because of legacy. And then the two of them are also starting to connect a little bit romantically, but but not real fast. This is going to be a slow burn. And so it's been the characters are compelling and the story has got enough layers to it that I'm not, you know, thinking about other things while I watch.
1: I'm not sure you've sold me on this one.
0: (laughs) 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 To be honest. I don't know. Well, you're not not one
1: I'm focused on. There's no serial killers in it.
0: Exactly. It's a coming of age. You don't do coming of age. You like serial <laughs> killers. No,
1: I do. Just I. this one doesn't grab my attention. So. Yeah, that's all right. Other than I do like that actor. So maybe. All sure, right. Sure, well,
2: sure. the one that I just finished is My Calorie Boy, mm-hmm. which is probably one of the most ridiculous names for a show that is actually really sweet and really... Like it pulled on my heartstrings like mm-hmm. in many many different ways. So it's it's kind of like these um, a high school friendship that grows over time. And um, there's talk about slow burn. Uh-huh. Um, they have such amazing chemistry. So um, the actor uh, uh, Jai Zilu is the male lead, uh, Dai, Dai Hua is the female lead, and then um, Wang Jung is in the supporting cast, um, and of course there's others, but I think that they just, they have amazing chemistry, and I couldn't stop watching it. And so the reason it's called My Calorie Boy is that the first couple of, the epi- of episodes, um, and I was worried about this. I thought, Oh, are they going to go really far in this direction? But Mm -hmm. um, it's a, the boy is they're they're, um, in high school and he's overweight and the girl is really athletic. And so she tries to help him with an exercise routine and things like that. And, um, and then he kind of, there's a break and then he comes back as like, you know, the hot boy. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's so much more to it. Um, so I was afraid they were going to like, kind of like lean on that the whole time. But really, it's just a really nice story. It's like, a, it's a high school romance, but it's really like there are parts of this where I thought, wow, this is really, really well done. And the main lead reminds me so much of Yoo Ho. There are p- places in this drama where I could have thought that it was Yusung sung ho playing the role i mean it was anyway um i think it's a really great show and so uh that was one that i also binged recently it was really really good are either of you watching this one i, I watched
0: it
1: i have not yet uh it's on my to binge someday when i feel sick because it sounds like a good one that's just yes like fluffy to
0: get through the day. So, oh, yeah, it is fluffy, but it's also the depth of chemistry between Jiawei and Jingjing Jing is just because they build it. It's one of those things that they have kind of this instant friendship after button their heads just a little bit. And that friendship just builds and builds because they're always supporting each other. They're always looking out for each other mm-hmm. and in like the healthiest of ways and like his instant weight loss, they actually deal with that. And they show, they do like his weight loss just isn't, it isn't a superficial thing. Like he was eating to deal with a trauma in his past and then he lost the weight unhealthily in a way. And so they have, you know, they have him work through this journey to get to a healthy place. Like this is probably the best representation of weight loss in a drama
2: that I've seen in a long time. And I agree. I yeah. agree. I was, I was worried about it. And then I was like, actually they handled that pretty well. Like I thought like, Oh no, like he, he, clearly had some unhealthy ways to to lose weight then we get to see what those are and suddenly you know that like you said it, that that part was his own journey to kind of address things that have happened in his life and to kind of come to a resolution and so um oh it's just it was really good it was mm-hmm. really good Well, and I like Jing Jing's parallel um,
0: journey with his because hers was about the academics because she was capable of it, but she didn't believe she was. So for the two of them, it was about believing in themselves. And it was through their encouragement to each other that they were able to build up their confidence and achieve what
2: they wanted. Yeah, that's a really good point. So he was like really smart, top in the class. um, And then he comes back from break and he's also good looking. And then (laughs) she was really athletic um, and can, you know, be in that, in that way was successful. But when it came to academics, she was always ranked really low. Mm -hmm. And so they had to, there were some reasons. And um, (laughs) so she really worked really hard to get better at her academics and he helped her. Um, And then there was a, you know, second lead love interest thing. And it was just, it was good. It was good. So I recommend it. Me too. And I love Wong
0: Yu Jun, who yes. is the second lead because he was in Heart of Genius and he was a totally different character. Like in this one, he's very straightforward and not necessarily good at reading emotions, that kind of thing. But in Heart of Genius, he was a bouncy little puppy who was an actor and popular and he's just really cute and adorable. And he plays both sides really, really well. So I, I will watch for him another stuff because I enjoyed his range. So the next drama that I watched was,
1: let's see, I watched May I Help You and I binged the first four episodes and it's another drama with Carrie, and we all know that she's not always my favorite. However, <laughs> I did enjoy her last drama. I don't remember what it was, but I enjoyed it. It was the one where she couldn't touch things touch men
0: was that my roommate is a gumio
1: yes that
0: yeah because so she, she yeah she
1: couldn't touch men because they stole her chi or whatever it was mm-hmm. she was quite funny in that and i think she's doing a pretty good job in this one it's not quite as humorous but there's a lot of interesting plots going on right now uh the premise is she is working for a funeral parlor and she helps get the bodies um prepared for their final viewing. And as she touches them, uh, they come to life for the last few seconds. So she gets them ready. And then they tell her if there's a last request or whatever, and she's going to have to fulfill it. So she's agreed with God to do, I want to say it was like 25 viewings and then she's done. Because mm. she touched the first kid she touched, she freaked out when she saw the ghost. And then she kept having horrible things happen to her till she went back. So she's kind of made this agreement with God. And then she, there's also another guy involved, and they meet nonstop just by happen chance. And so that's kind of the possible romance that's going on. And that's about as far as it's gotten plot wise but it's it's entertaining um i don't hate her she's doing a very good job so it, that's ringing a endorsement <laughs> I <don't hate> her. <laughs> hey when it's either crystal or uh hyrie that's that true. is a ringing endorsement for me point. so <laughs> but yeah so may i help you and this randomly is on amazon prime so mm-hmm. if you're looking for this go over to amazon and that's where you'll find it
0: and I've been tempted by that one, but I, I'm one of the few people in the universe that doesn't have Amazon Prime. And so I'm just like, well, I'll get to it <laughs> eventually. All right. So in the in the vein of Chinese dramas, I am watching Love in Time. Cause I don't know, the Chinese dramas have been hitting it out of the park for me lately. Definitely. Like especially well, yeah. especially since Fairy and Double, because I mean mm. that was amazing. So this is one that drama geek actually got me to start watching. And it's about, (laughs) (laughs) see, peer pressure culture is strong around here, just saying, but about these two people, uh, she's a reporter and he's a lawyer and they're living in the same space, but not at the same time, but there is a time space overlap in their apartment. And so she time travels forward four months and meets him and so it's a little bit of them adjusting to the situation but then they've got a mutual mystery because it turns out they actually have a mutual friend this actress who four months in the future is having some trouble with her brand new husband and so the two of them are working together to solve the chaos that is around this actress but they're also you know you share it's forced cohabitation we know what happens when forced cohabitation is part of the story and so they're just, they're really cute together. Um, Zhu Wen is the attorney. He's very smart and he's very, he's very logical and he's all about the evidence, but being around uh, Jianlan softens him. And so as they work together, they become the better versions of themselves. And it's just, it's been really, really good so far. I've really enjoyed it. I know Drama Geek has finished it and she loved it beginning to end. I'm about halfway through.
2: And I I'm also told-
0: finished and I also loved it. Okay, good. So ends well. That's good. Cause I'm halfway through and I've discovered some things and I'm like, okay, I don't know where the story's gonna go from here, but so, okay.
2: Yeah, I do want to say that. Like there are a few things where I was like, but why didn't they just and then I was like, okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna watch. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. watch and enjoy.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to do right now. And I really, really hate the actress's brother, because he's just a slime ball. He's yeah. awful. Yeah. I, I was told I will hate him from from yes. beginning to end, too. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, at least I know who I'm,
2: I'm being against. Yeah, so. you can hate him all you want, and okay. and feel free to just like the whole way through. Yeah, all right, because he's a slime ball. So yeah, you know that's what he's there for. Your instincts are right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> kimus are you watching that one as well? I am, but
1: I am only on like episode five because I've been busy. <laughs> 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 there's just been a lot that I've been
2: catching up on but it is very good I finished it um, that was also one that I binged so you're hearing a um, theme happening here <laughs> I haven't watched that many but um, when I've had the opportunity I think because I've just been under a lot of stress and so if I do have a like if I do start one I end up just kind of it's a I don't know it's like an escape. So I just binge mm. it. Um, yes. But I, so I don't have a lot to talk about. And so the one that um, is on all of our lists, if it's okay, I'd just like to say I am watching Love is for Suckers mm-hmm. and yes. Love is for Suckers is, it's really good. I've really enjoyed it. Um, it's like a little while ago, I watched that um, Korean um romance show with i can't even remember the name of it but it's almost exactly like the show that's um that they're producing in inside the show love is for suckers so just if you are not familiar with it um in this story first of all the um it has chasey wan suan and Lida He um so all right siwan's awesome um Mm -hmm. and then so is um idahi they're the male lead and the female lead and it's basically she is the she ends up being a producer um in a for a like a love show like a i'm trying to remember the name of the one that i like saw, like the bachelor or something it's well, kind no. of
1: like the bachelor yeah it's but like blind date kind of but there was one yeah. that
2: was there was or a love Korean is blind, blind.
1: yeah Th- that i watched um last year because it's on netflix it i don't remember fun. the title but it's on netflix
2: the one that i watched yeah Yeah, it was as I remember seeing it because there was a big scandal because they had one of these like influencers who was on there and she wore fake uh, Chanel or something like that. And people Um, freaked out. Yeah. (laughs) And everybody had a problem with it and so on. So um, anyway, in this story, um, just to give you a quick synopsis, it's there's these two best friends um, and now they are in their like 30s. And they meet, um, the one is a producer of a reality dating show. And she basically asks her friend to help her out um, by joining the cast. And so lots of things happen. And, and there's- And love. Maybe. Lots of backstory and so on and so forth. There's tons of great chemistry. Um, and I think Siwon is, Chase Siwon in this is probably like- Just bringing it like I haven't seen him bring it before. Probably one of his best roles ever. Mm -hmm. I think so. And he manages because he always has that like sense of humor that he can bring and make you laugh. But Mm -hmm. I feel like he's really able to do everything this time. And so it's a good role for him. So anyway, Love is for Suckers. I am thoroughly enjoying it. I'm all caught up and ready for the next two episodes. I can't binge this one because it's currently airing. <laughs> yes, so so you're, you're having to pay yourself. You're suffering. <laughs> Correct.
0: But at least we're suffering together. Yes. True. And
1: we will be reviewing that for the podcast this month. So I will have a lot more detail and comments then. Same. I
0: just want to say that, like you noted, Jen, just Siwan. You know, he's been very kind of, he's kind of like Jack Black to me. He's very wink, wink, nudge, nudge nudge when he's (laughs) acting, especially in those comedic roles. And for this one to see him so serious, I don't think I've seen him in a role that's not had really any comedy in it. And he's just, he's nailing it and he's bringing the depth. And I'm just, I am here for that. I want
2: to see that. And you can feel like I. When he is angsty or when he is like emoting, like you can feel it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have to say, I really love that.
0: 100%. All
1: right. So the next one that I started, I'm only like on episode two. So just I'm commenting that I did start it. I'm going to continue it, especially because Drama Geek is in love with the show, is under the Queen's Umbrella. And I'm finding that one really interesting because, again, it's a fictional king, so we're not dealing with real history where we have to follow the rules on who's going to win, so we don't know, (laughs) which I love, but it's this king that has all these sons and all of the concubines and the mothers of all these sons and the dowager queen and There's all of this politicking between the women about placing their sons in line for the throne or getting power plays or being noticed. And it's really interesting. And so far, I'm really
2: liking it. So So I have to say what I'm most interested in for this one is the fact that there's politicking, but Drama Geek says that it's such a great show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I think it's because it's the females politicking.
1: And it's not just who's going to score a night with the king. Got it. It's more like, well, who's going to be able to get their son uh, on the throne or next to the throne or in some position. So I think that's what's going on, which is different than just a bunch of old guys trying to kill each other.
0: Yeah, it's. I only watched half an episode, but I've I've been talking to Drama Geek about it. And it's more, it's kind of a chess game with the women. It's like, they don't even really care about the king. It's more about their maneuvers against each other to put their sons in a place of prominence. And I care
1: about the king in as how they can get, yeah, favors or up their sons. Not mm -hmm. necessarily, well, I'm in love with this man who's
0: spreading himself vastly and, <laughs> you know yeah it's love not is not that. there yeah. yeah love is not part of that equation and I just the whole reason that I couldn't stick with it is because it is a historical and it is politicking and that just stresses me out like I was so this is not a spoiler because again I only got halfway through the first episode but the crown prince the queen's oldest son he mysteriously collapses when out walking and, and you know she panics and you can tell she's already struggling with her other sons and I'm just like. I have enough stress in my life with my own children. I cannot not watch another mom's stress. That's just, that's piling on too much for me. But what I did see, like the cinematography is gorgeous. And everyone is just like, the directing is amazing. And all of these actors and actresses are just absolutely hitting their marks. And that, to have that much obvious in the first 30 minutes says something about the quality of the drama.
2: I only started maybe the first 15 or 20 minutes of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm definitely intrigued for sure.
0: Yeah, I think it's up both your ollies. I think you'll really enjoy it. As I sit here and don't watch it. Anyway.
2: <laughs> if All blind right. hadn't come along, I definitely would be watching it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> Gotta prioritize your serial killers and your, your violent detectives over your maneuvering queens. Yeah. Pretty for much. Sure. Yeah. Got it. Okay. All right. So I have to talk a little bit. I know I've talked about it a million times, but I just wrapped up Fairy and Devil and another Chinese drama. It really is like it's been a balance of really good K dramas and really good Chinese dramas, which is why my list is getting so long because there I should have just stuck to one country, but I would have missed out on so much. Anyway, but if you haven't heard about it, haven't watched it, uh Love Between Fairy and Devil is a Chinese drama and it features it's Oh it's a Zhangia. I think I'm I don't that. know their names I don't know It's a cultivating drama and it's about immortals but it's not like I've watched a few before and it's just about them leveling up and like it can get kind of repetitive and boring and this is not the case with this because our fairy is a a little immortal named Orchid and then our devil is the Moon Supreme and they come from different heavenly tribes and They come together because he's in prison and she accidentally breaks him out. And again, that's like in the first couple of episodes. So that's not a spoiler. And they develop this connection. And through this connection, they start changing not only themselves, but everyone around them. And it's just, it's got scope. It's got angst. It's got, I was satisfied with the ending. So we'll leave leave it with that. And their journey was just amazing. And I have to say, probably my favorite part is the fact that Orchid's growth arc is a very pro-feminist story. So if you're kind of on the fence about it and you really enjoy well-told feminine stories, this her story is probably one of the best that I've seen in a very long time. And his growth arc is also amazing. So their their journey together, like they're not dependent on each other to grow, but watching them grow together has been amazing. And I just... I'm going to, I'm going to make my oldest daughter or my second oldest daughter watch it with me because I think she'll enjoy it. And I think it'll, she hates when I turn everything into a lesson, but I'm hoping she'll learn from this. So,
2: (laughs) well, and you know, if you're not that deep, he's really hot. Just saying. I know. I was going to be like, yeah, I didn't go
1: into the whole feminism, like all that. I just enjoyed the story. It's a really tight story. And again, we did a two-part podcast about it. So if you are looking for our thoughts, go check out those past podcasts. It's really good. I would say it's definitely in our top three of the year. So Mm -hmm. I would agree. Yeah. No, we're getting close enough to 2023 that I can honestly say I'd be shocked if this wasn't the top of the year for all of us.
2: So Mm -hmm. agreed. Um, so let's see. The the other one that I am watching is <laughs> it's because of me. Shock <laughs> and surprise is Love Like the Galaxy. Um, and so let's see, we're supposed to also talk about why we started watching it. Well, muse knows what to say, right? So she's like, <laughs> Remember story of Ming Lan? And I said, Yes. And she's like it's is it the same writer or is it just that it's sim- it has a similar vibe?
1: It's the same author of the book. There so you go. So the same writer wrote the book for both of those.
2: So I did start um start watching it upon her recommendation. Um the truth is I actually didn't even read the synopsis, so I'm not <laughs> 100% sure like where it's going, but I can just tell you that there was and I'm just still in the beginning, but a young girl who was um, left behind by her parents as they went off to she she was left in the care of like her grandmother and um, an aunt, but they her parents went off to fight the war many years before, and um, she grew up illiterate. She grew up, and it, it turns out that that it yeah. was on purpose. Like they tried to um, like not mold her very you know not give her the refinement that normally you would give a young lady and but she's naturally extremely intelligent and so she does all kinds of things to kind of get back at the people who have done bad things to her Um, and so that's I'm I haven't even really gotten to the romance part yet but just seeing her um, and where she started and where she is now has been is intriguing for me. So I do plan to watch the rest of this, but, um, I'm watching blind right now. So, (laughs) (laughs) and of course
1: this one is one I just recently finished. I swooned, I cheered, I cried.
2: It was a good show. So highly recommend love like the galaxy. It is also a Chinese drama. Yes. So do you hear that theme here? It feels like a lot of, <laughs> there are a lot of really great Chinese dramas. This well, and year. it's
1: just been in the second half of the year because the first half, there was nothing. I'm all like, oh my word. All these shows are the same. They're boring. And then the second half hit and it's like, bam, 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 bam. So I've been happy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my next one, I started this week And it is, um, it has a very older drama feel to it. And it is a show called Curtain Call. And it is about a woman who during the Korean War was separated from her um, husband and her child. And she got out on a boat. And unfortunately, the other, the husband and child did not. And she starts a life separate in South Korea because, again, at that time, they cannot reconnect and get connected at all. And so she wants to find her grandchild that was the child of the son she left in Korea. And she's about to die. And so her faithful servant looks into it, finds out that her grandson's a horrible person and instead finds an actor who is playing a north korean in a play and hires him to pretend to be this grandson and then of course the fake grandson falls in love with the real granddaughter and the story goes from there i assume so (laughs) that sounds really good yeah it it kind of has a very old-fashioned drama feel so it doesn't it's not all slick and pretty, but I'm really loving it. The guy is Kang Ha Newell. And then the girl's the girl from Secret Garden. I can't remember her name right offhand, but she was in Secret Garden. The, uh, the, um, and the martial Key. artist. Yeah. Uh, Empress Key. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she was very, she was like the it actress like years 12 ago. years ago. Yeah. She's kind of, not as i haven't seen her in active. anything in a
2: long time hajiwan yeah,
1: yeah hajiwan so
2: yeah so it has them and it's it's good i'm enjoying it again hanul hajiwan and it's um where are you watching it on Vicky, it is over on Vicky. all right i just
1: added that to my list <laughs> but really solid story and it they have
0: chemistry, so I'm kind of excited. Chemistry is good. Is she older than he is?
1: Oh, she's pretty be. close,
0: but they're pretty close. Really? I um, think so. She's 44. I was going to say she's. Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't know she was that old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, she good does, genetics. She
1: does not look that old. I would have said like 36, 37.
0: Yeah, no, she's and he just wrapped up his military like two years ago. So. But I mean, if they're making it work and if they've got chemistry, more power to them. Yep, that's amazing. Yeah, uh, there's a 12 year age gap there. But yay, that means they're very talented. So we'll put it that way. Kang Hanu. Yeah, how old is he? He's 32.
2: Oh, yep, yeah, Born in 1990.
0: Yep. Well, they have tons of chemistry and they
1: don't look like they're drastically age different. So, yeah, that's not
2: like the that's not a premise of it. Right. So,
0: no, no, no. That was just me being wait a second. She's supposed to be
1: a couple years younger because she was the daughter from a second marriage that the woman had.
2: Okay. and she is south korean i mean like she's playing south korean or north korean she's playing south korean she Which was is fascinating because she was north yeah. korean in king two hearts yes years ago, <laughs> yes so.
1: again she used to be the it actress oh she was great so yep
2: and oh i, I, definitely I still like her it. yeah yeah i do too
1: so yes yeah, so that's over there on and it just started this week
0: on vicky okay yeah tell me how that goes because um I don't need to add another drama to my list, but I'm kind of (laughs) intrigued here. (laughs) All right. So the other thing I'm watching is kind of a throwback and it's part of the group watch we're doing over on our discord. It's come and hug me. And I threw it in here because come and hug me came out in 2018. And so for people who found dramas in 2019, they might not be aware of it, but it is an amazing drama and it's, (laughs) it's not happy. It's not light. It's not light but it has depth and it has emotional layers and it and has a, a serial, serial killer, killer. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: so you know it, it hits all the fangirl buttons we but did a, do a podcap of this many years ago so mm-hmm. that would also be one that if you're yeah. new to us you could go back and listen to
1: yeah and if this is your kind of thing like the rewatches this is what we're rewatching over in our discord channel so check out our patreon Mm -hmm. because this is the kind of thing we watch in our discord channel
0: yes i do we thought this would be perfect for the holidays and yes i'm the one that said that (laughs) so well and so just to give a quick synopsis so jonki young is playing um yun namu and jin ki ju is playing gil nakwan and they meet as teenagers uh, Namu lives out in the country with his dad and his stepmom and some siblings.
2: And dogs.
0: Yeah, that too. And gil Nakwan, her family moves out there just to kind of have a retreat because her mother's a famous actress and they're just looking for a quieter lifestyle. So those two meet as teenagers. But unfortunately, Yun-namu, his dad, is a serial killer. And that has a profound effect on their lives. And you know from the beginning what happens, what Namu's dad has done. It's what the story does is it looks at the after effects. It looks at the impact that Namu's dad had on both of their families, on their lives in the future. And it asks the question, you know, what does it mean to be human? And what does it mean to, you know, it's, it's part of dispelling the whole murderer by association because namu is very upright he's very moral he wants nothing to do with his dad he doesn't want to be like his dad and yet in that time period because he's the son of a murderer he's he's kind of labeled that way he's given that tag and so he has to prove himself and so he actually goes into the police force and he's you know he's doing everything he can and he's facing these challenges and namu in korean means tree And he's very much like a tree. He's very upright, he's got deep roots and he will stand up for what's right. And one of the things that he stands up for is Nakwon. They are drawn to each other from their first meeting and they just keep coming together in spite of all the difficulties between them. And Nakwon in Korean means paradise. And so he's the tree that shelters her and she's his paradise. And so it's a very angsty love story and there's more to it than the love story there's a lot of depth in fact this is the drama that introduced me to kim kyung nam and he plays namu's brother and he's he's got a lot of layers like he comes off as a bully at first but his journey through this drama is also something that just is absolutely captivating and so i'm really excited to watch this again and to share it with my friends on discord to see how they take the character journeys and see their reactions to all of this because it's I hesitate to call it a masterpiece, but it is really just a solid classic drama. And so if it's one of those that you missed out on because you came to dramas a little bit later, I su- highly suggest going to Vicky and starting it up because it is it is definitely worth your time.
2: I agree. It's still it still is one of my favorites. Like I also agree. Yeah.
1: Very solid show.
2: Yes.
0: Is this the one Jen is this the one that you were watching while you were on the treadmill and like it made it there was a jump scare and you...
2: <laughs> <clears throat> sure is yeah thank you <laughs> Yep, that's absolutely true I was watching it while on the treadmill it's, there's a part where a hammer is lifted and uh yep there's a jump scare and I jumped and fell off the treadmill but oh there was so much more because I had like a um like a laptop desk on the, like, but it wasn't like a, like a real one. So it wasn't like securely put on the treadmill. So when I fell, I hit that and I had a glass of water and the glass shattered and it ruined our treadmill. We found out later. Um, so yeah, so many, so many things happened. Um, but yeah, great memory. Thanks. Uh I'm So sorry. I didn't realize (laughs) it was quite that traumatic. I thought you just fell off the treadmill, (laughs) but no, I mean, but it, also, it's a good reminder that if you're going to watch high suspense type dramas, get off the treadmill or don't make sure that you don't <laughs> jump. This is true. I learned my lesson. Um, all right. So for me, um, if I just finish up the ones that I tried versus, because um, as I said, I've finished a lot because, not a lot, I'm sorry. The ones that I have been watching, I've binged. So they've finished or I'm in the middle of binging. Um, But I did try Mr. Bad, which is a Chinese drama. Mm -hmm. Um, And did any of you try that one? No, I've been hearing about it, but I haven't actually started it. So I started it and I didn't really get too far. I just, uh, for whatever reason, but it is interesting. The premise is really interesting because it's a, a woman who's, she's a writer and she creates this character. Um, She actually created like this swoony main character. And then people were telling her that it was like, it was too boring. They needed, she needed to have like a more like devilish character. So she created a second character. um, And he, so it's like a fantasy kind of um, story. And so he came to life basically. And so there's, she's like a shot put um, athlete And she then goes to, she has, like, this idol, so she wants to go work for him. And so I just started it. Um, She, like, makes a wish, and she, um, and her character guy comes true. So I just started it, and I haven't decided. It's kind of on hold right now because I have other things. And then the other ones that I started, we already talked to Queen's Umbrella. I also watched um, one episode of Bad Prosecutor. Um, I really want to like it because it has Dio and I really enjoy him, um, but I maybe I was tired or something, but it just didn't draw me in. That's
1: what I've heard from a lot of people. I haven't tried it myself, but that seems to be the consensus. Or I think a lot of people were just in law overload by the mm-hmm. time his came out.
2: Well, that could so. be too.
1: So uh, the few that I also tried were Love and Contract. Which was cute. I just. all right. I didn't 100% buy the male lead. As being that engaging. Uh Maybe. If I went on longer. He would be. Because I only made it maybe five episodes in. I don't know. I might go back to that one. And then the Law Cafe. And again. I'm on Law Overload. And they were really loud and yelly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. And I just was hoping for them to like kind of tone it down and mesh a little better. But it's just like a lot of energy coming at you through the screen. And I was just not in the mood. So I've kind of like paused that one. I might go back to it. I'm not sure. And the last thing that I did go, I went to the real movies with Drama Geek. And we saw Alienoid, the first movie out of a two-part movie extravaganza. And it was so much fun Brad. and I loved it and I can't wait for part two. So
0: yeah, it showed up for a week in my area and then disappeared. I didn't even have time to notice that it was here. Yeah, it went through really fast. I'm hoping maybe Vicki
1: will get it even if it's like for a rental because it was very much worth
0: watching. So. And let's see to wrap up my list. I also I have the Law Cafe on hold. What episode did you get through? Uh, it was five or six. It was.
2: Okay. I think I'm at five or six as well.
1: Yeah, it was significantly in there, but I just was like, oh, I'm not feeling. I this. was watching
2: it right up until I went to Korea, and thought, well, I'm gonna pause and wait till I come back, and then I just never picked it back up. Well, yeah. and
1: I started. Um, uh, may it please the court, and that was so much better. So, mm-hmm. just the actors were better. So, to gotcha. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and see, with Law Cafe, I made it through episode 10, and I really love Lee and Lee young and I like them together, and it just, but it's not working. I haven't come back. I know it finishes, I know it finished, and I'm pretty sure it finished well, but I'm just like, do I care enough to go back? I don't think I do, but... Well, that's, I mean, that's how it is. If I get bored, I suppose, or if I feel like I need to clear out my on hold list, I'll keep it on my on hold list and we'll see if I get back to it.
2: But- and I ask? did any of you watch Big Mouth? Mm-mm. I've been meaning to. I heard it was really, really good, except for like the last episode. Oh. So I I started so- it. I watched, a. I actually watched maybe nine or 10 episodes of it. Um. And then I I think because it's on, it's hard for me to watch it because it's- um, Oh, um, that
1: is another one that is now on Hulu. Yeah,
2: I need to get Hulu. I,
1: I don't have Hulu.
2: For those of you out there, I forgot that
1: Big Mouth also is on Hulu. So okay. it came out on Hulu the week after it finished airing on Disney Plus Asia. Uh,
2: so Okay, I need to get Hulu, I guess, because a lot of these shows- um, if it's not easily accessible, then it's, you know, it's hard to get back to it. Mm-hmm. So I can't remember. I mean, it it has like uh Lee Jong-suk, right? So like mm-hmm. you would think I would absolutely be watching it. And I did, but I didn't, I don't know. I didn't love his character. So we'll see. I mean, maybe it just was, uh, Yeah, I was only watching it on my phone and I don't have, you know, I maybe I just need to splurge on hulu okay sorry to interrupt but i was just wondering if you guys had watched it no No. that makes sense because it gave us a moment
1: to remember that's also on hulu so (laughs) Hulu,
0: it's
1: where it's happening
0: (laughs) right unexpected but true yeah um i think i just want to mention one other that i tried the golden spoon with uh yun sung jay and oh what's his face from hospital playlist i hear that people thought it was really pretty (laughs) (laughs) And <laughs> everyone looked really pretty. Uh huh. <laughs> Not much beyond that, but they liked how pretty everyone was. Yeah. And I've talked, Drama Geek and I have talked about this before. The one thing that was bugging me was the fact that they kind of kept adding on magical rules after the magic had started. And that's one of those things that you set out the rules and then you follow them. If you keep adding stuff afterwards, it just feels very slapdash to me. So that's my story snob getting in the way. And that's why I couldn't <laughs> finish after fourth episodes. I was like, mm, that that's good. And then I tried Gauss Electronics. I tried the first 10 minutes. (laughs) There was so much language. I was like, yeah, I can't. But I've heard from a lot of people that it is hilarious and they're really enjoying it. It's along the lines of an office comedy, but not exactly. It's very, very tongue in cheek, very, a lot of wordplay is what I'm understanding. And so a lot of people are, a lot of people who are not me are enjoying it very much and getting a real kick out of it. Yes. All right. I think
1: that's all. I was thinking, Mm -hmm. oh, well, maybe we'll have to fill in time by discussing what we want to watch, but I think we've (laughs) used all our time and then some. So we'll have to make that a different podcast. That sounds Sounds great.
2: Well, thank you for joining us. We'd love to hear what you thought about this episode. You can reach us on Twitter, on Facebook, or through our Patreon page. The links will be in our show notes. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more
0: to say, and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing.